0: Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Redlands campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. There's a big difference here between what these two passages say. They're not different translations. I changed the word. I changed one very small word that I think that little change differentiates between true biblical Christianity and this Western consumer-driven form of Christianity that I see very evident in my own life and in the lives of so many of us. Understanding the difference between these two statements is understanding the difference between those two types of Christianity. Being thankful for all circumstances I think is driven by this Western consumer mindset which longs for blessing and prosperity. It's this, it's this whole idea that is, that is in our culture that I can have it all if I just work hard enough. I can have it all if I just do the right things. I can have it all if I just meet and marry the right person. I can have all the blessings. Like everything can work out well for me and Jesus can help me get those things. So I'll be thankful for all circumstances, especially when they're good. There's, there's, a, there's an equal problem that goes along with this, because if things go wrong, well, something must be wrong either with me or with God. Thankfulness, you know, you, you, there might be a thankfulness for all circumstances that, that stems from some kind, of, some kind of agreement with the fact that God's punishing you, but it's still this idea that's, that's so reliant on what's happening around us depends on my level of thankfulness. But the other, thankful in all circumstances. I think this is Biblical Christianity. And this is this is discovers a thankfulness that no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, we are thankful in all circumstances. When things are going great, we're thankful. When things aren't going great, we're still thankful. That's the, that's the picture of thankfulness that I see in Scripture. And so what I want to do this morning is give you three suggestions of how you can grow in thankfulness. In all circumstances, because let's face it, right now, all of us are in pretty sucky circumstances. I see that all the masks are off. How glorious does it feel? Yeah, amen. How bad does it feel when a mask is on? Yeah, terrible. We're not thankful when masks are on. Well, yeah, we are if we've got the right sort of thankfulness. But it's not just the mask wearing, it's, it's the ongoing effect of COVID and, and some of you may have lost jobs or some of you may have suffered some kind of uh, I- impact on your, on your uh, income or something like that or we see people all around us that are impacted one way or another through COVID and the world seems to be in these circumstances where often our reaction can be to kick and scream rather than be thankful. So I want to talk about it and whatever circumstances you find yourself in apart from COVID. I know there's some or many in our, in our campus who are going through hard times. But I want to give us some ideas about how we can remain and be thankful in all, in all circumstances. And the first bit of advice I want to give you, the first thought I want to give you is this. Che- check your perspective. Whatever circumstances you're in, check your perspective. And here's how I want to show you this. Job, I need you. Come up here, mate. Let's give Job a clap. That's, not, that's just going to go, bam, what a satisfying sound. Now, I, I told Job about 10 minutes before the service began that he was coming up here. I didn't want to tell him about it, but he sort of pressed me because he, he suspected something was going on. He's pretty smart, this lad. But have I told you anything about what's going to be happening right now? No, I haven't told him anything. Okay, so this is all. I, I specifically chose you. I didn't choose the kid that I just went eeny, meeny, miny, mo out of my four kids. I thought, I want Job to do this. You know why? Because I believe you can do this. I believe you have the strength and the power to be able to do this challenge that I'm going to set for you. It's not that the other kids can't, it's just that I believe that you can, okay? What I want you to do, this is a 20 kilo weight, and I want you to pick it up with two hands here, and I want you to carry it from here to the other side of the stage, okay? Go. Okay, you put it down there. Very good, mate. Keep the claps going. Great job. I knew you could do it. I believed in you, and you did it. You did it without, you know, was it, was it awkward? Was it a bit uncomfortable doing it in front of all these people? Yeah, but you did it, and I'm very proud of you. Well done. Well done. What if we, what if we shifted our perspective a bit? That when we find ourselves in circumstances that are hard to bear that are hard to carry, that are hard to move through, that are hard to walk through, what if we shifted our perspective and started to understand that our Father entrusted them to us? What if instead of thinking, why is this happening? Why me? What if we shifted our perspective a little bit and and thought, God, you've chosen me for this. Now, what I'm not suggesting is that God does this stuff to us. Uh, You know, I I love the conversation that Joe that. that God has with the devil about Job in the first few few verses of Job. Because the devil comes to God and says, Job only loves you because everything's going well. Let me take everything off him and see how much he loves you then. And God goes, do it. I know my son. I know my son. And I trust him with this that you want to do to him. Now, so God's not the one who comes and makes everything go bad. The devil does that. But God trusts Job. What if we shifted our perspective to say, these circumstances that I find myself in, what if my father has looked at me and said, I trust you with this? And in in front of a watching world, like you guys all watched Job do that then. You watched him carry that weight across the stage and you celebrated what he did. What if in front of a watching world, God wants his people to carry burdens and to carry rough circumstances in a way that shows how good he is? We just shift our perspective. What if we just checked our perspective perspective I remember in my own life it took me about four or five months after circumstances which I was not thankful for I was not thankful for the circumstances I lived through for about six months and it wasn't until about another six months after so I was sitting in a conference where they're talking about nothing to do with what I what got what I felt God say but what I felt that he said was I trusted you with that I trusted you with that season I trusted you to lead my people through that season there's a check in perspective. There's a check to say, God, you've trusted me with this and I want to carry it in a way that justifies that trust. Of course, of course God helps us carry the weight, doesn't he? That's just so true. We don't, we don't carry it on our own and it's, it's another reason to be thankful that he carries it with us. And I, and I witness I what I'm saying here when I, when I spend a bit of time, just a little bit of time with, with Doug and Roanne McKenzie Row, you here? Is Doug here? He's at home. I was, I was just a just a great time. Spent about an hour and a half with Doug and Rowan this week. If you, if you don't know, I'm not going to go into the detail. But they're going through a rough time, like really, really rough. They're not thankful for. Are you thankful for it? No. So you don't you don't want to put a, you don't want to put a Christianese layer over this and go. I'm just so blessed because my life sucks right now. No, that's not that's 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 the attitude of being thankful for things. They're not, let's let's just declare some things we go through we're not thankful for. But they're thankful in it. They're thankful in it. And I and I, I spent some time there with Doug and, and, and Rowan as well, and they were chatting about what's going through. And it's incredibly difficult. And it's a situation they both wish had not happened. And yet, and yet unless they're putting on a show for the pastor, <laughs> which I don't believe for a second. They're walking through these unwanted circumstances with thankfulness while others are watching. And they're not carrying the weight on their own. There are other people in their lives, families from this campus and others as well who are helping them carry that weight. I I wanna do another thing, Fletcher, come come out here, buddy. Come on, mate, come on, let's give Fletcher a clap. Come on, come on. He doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. Okay, that's not gonna work. I don't want to look like an abusive parent. But just imagine, if Fletcher was, just imagine if Fletcher was trying to carry this weight. He couldn't do it. I'm going to pretend to be Fletcher and, and Job and Ezra are going to come up here. I can tell them more, more uh, sternly, but Fletcher's going to... So I'm going to pretend to be Fletcher. Okay? So if Fletcher was here. He would try to lift this up and I don't reckon he could even lift it up off the floor. Okay. You reckon he could? Yes. Okay. Well, if you, it's 20 kilos. Can you lift that? Not off, the floor. Not off the floor. Okay. But if I'm Fletcher and I lift this up and you grab that and you grab that as well, Job... And we all live together, we can carry it back to the other side of the stage. Watch out for the mess. Can you imagine if I'm Fletcher, okay? Otherwise this all falls apart. Would have been a beautiful moment, mate. I would have given you a treat on the way home as well. <laughs> but now it's gone. But you will be thankful. There are so, the reasons to be thankful in circumstances, we, we, we check our perspective and we see that our Heavenly Father has entrusted us with this, these circumstances to walk in a way that brings glory to Him and we walk through them with Him and we walk through them with others. It's a beautiful thing and I saw evidence of it with, with Doug and Roanne this week. And James speaks this in, in, a, in a verse we heard a few months back when we worked through James, be up on the screen, uh, consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance i think james is talking about that that pure joy it's thankfulness right consider it pure joy be thankful when you face various trials because of the stuff i'm saying that we check our perspective god is doing something and if we if we if we revert to bitterness and resentment we can potentially miss what it is that God is doing and this verse as well helps me lean into the second bit of advice this morning of how to remain thankful in circumstances it's this ask yourself the better questions ask yourself the better questions as people who love and follow Jesus I think we always we always ask questions when we face circumstances that we're not thankful for don't we I mean, it can sound like prayer. These are the questions that can keep us up at night. Why is this happening to me? What is going on? What have I done? Who are you really, God? Are you really who I think you are? How am I going to get through this? What is going to happen to me? What's going to happen to my family? And depending on what those circumstances are, and I think if you've lived for any amount of time, there have been circumstances that you found yourself in where this has kept you up at night. These questions, I actually think they're they're Okay. I think God can handle these questions and God wants to handle these questions. He wants you to turn those questions into prayer. I think these questions are totally legitimate. But as good as they are and as okay as they are, I reckon we can ask better questions. I reckon we can ask better questions that will help shape us in thankfulness rather than potential bitterness. Because often those questions that we ask, why me? Why is this happening? We know that there's a in our heart that is resentful, that is bitter, that this is is going on? How can we take that and shift it to thankfulness? Well, we can ask better questions. Let me give you a few ideas of what these questions might be. I'm going to put up on the screen the the good question and then next to it, the better question. I'm only going to give you four. I reckon there are far more than this, but let's let's just look at four. A fair question, why is this happening? A better question is, how am I responding to what is happening? As we, we have our perspective checked and we're, and we're carrying that weight and we're saying, why is this happening? Well, that's fair. But a better question is, how am I responding to what is happening? If my father has entrusted this to me and I can trust in his purpose, I can trust in his goodness, what's happening in my heart as this, these circumstances unfold? Another one, where is God? Is a fair question. A better question is, what do I think God might be doing and what makes me think this? And you see with this perspective change how that's a better question. God, what, what, how, what are you doing in this? What's, what's the purpose in this? Next question, I think is a fair question, is when will this end? A better question is, what do I need to do so that I don't miss this opportunity to grow? Often I think we can go just, just wait for it to end, wait for it to change. What can I do to, 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 to get things back to the way they were without giving away my fourth question? When will this be over? But actually, God, don't let me miss this opportunity to grow to be more like Jesus. Don't let me miss it. Let me be attentive to you. Let me be in tune with you. Let me, let me see you carrying the weight with me. And don't let me miss this opportunity to grow because growth in the way of Jesus, we are thankful for, right? And the final of my four, there's more, but this is, this is enough for this morning. Can we get back to normal? Who wants to get back to normal post-COVID? What if we never return to normal? What if there's a new normal? A better question, how do I think this, this is right off the screen, how do I think this will become part of who I am as a disciple of Jesus? So I actually don't want to go back to normal. I want to be different at the end of this. I want to be more like Jesus at the end of this. Help me, God, as you carry this weight with me. Help me to change to be more like your son on the other end of this. Don't, Don't let me go back to the way I was before. Don't let me go back to normal. Let me be changed, let me develop, let me grow to be more like you, Jesus. We can grow in thankfulness in circumstances that we're not thankful for. It is possible. Circumstances that we didn't want, circumstances that we wish we didn't have, but we're in anyway, we're not thankful for them, we can grow in thankfulness in the middle of those circumstances. We can check our perspective, we can ask ourselves the better question, and I think of those who have followed God over the years, those who are recorded in Scripture. Just, just think about this for a minute. Do you think Daniel was thankful to go into the lion's den? I don't, I don't think he was. I think he was terrified. But was he thankful in the lion's den? Absolutely. What about his friends? Were they thankful as they got closer to the heat of the furnace? No way. Get me out of here. Were they thankful in the heat of the furnace? Absolutely. What about Paul and Silas singing at midnight in prison? Are they thankful to be in prison? I don't reckon so. But they're singing praise of God at midnight in prison. And Jesus, I don't think he's thankful for he says, take this cup from me if you can, but not my will but yours be done. In the moment of his grateful, moment of his greatest suffering. I reckon he's thankful. Because he had a a sense of what was going on, he trusted his circumstances, God entrusted them to him. And the believers in Macedonia that Paul writes about, they're, they're full of thankfulness. And that thankfulness shows itself in generosity, not only out of their poverty, but out of their very severe trial. Here's the third and final thought this morning to help us always to grow in circumstances that we're not thankful for, to grow in thankfulness through them, is that we be generous always. We be generous always. Often our circumstances can lead to suffering for us where we start to look inwardly and try to protect what we've got because we've lost so much. And that can make us bitter. It can make us resentful. It can make us protective of our own resources. But the way of the kingdom of God and the way to check your perspective, the way to ask, the better self, ask yourself the better questions often drives outwardly in generosity, particularly to those who are poor. This is what Paul wrote, by the way, to the, about the Christians in Macedonia in 2 Corinthians. We have that verse up. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches in the midst of a very severe trial. I mean, that's intense. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. That sentence doesn't make any sense to me in a Western consumer context. Could you just go back to the last one, Emma, for a sec, and and then we'll jump. In the midst of a very severe trial, next, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. Doesn't make any sense if you don't understand biblical thankfulness. And yet this is what's true of them. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. These guys knew what it meant to be thankful in all circumstances. I don't know about you, but I don't want a very severe trial. I won't be thankful for a very severe trial, but I can be thankful in a very severe trial. And proof of that, I pray, will be my generosity. The mark of a thankful person biblically thankful person is that they are perpetually generous especially towards the poor and outcast and towards the work of the kingdom of God even in circumstances that they may not be thankful for and here we are Thanksgiving Day 2021 finally finally outside you can start to smell it right that's all for you We've, we've put that on for you to have a good time, for us to have a good time together. There's food, there's loaded fries, there's fun and games, and you'll hang around for a couple of hours and I pray you'll have a great time and you'll meet some people and have a good time together. It's all for you. And may you be thankful for it all. But that's not the primary purpose of Thanksgiving Day. The primary purpose of Thanksgiving Day is the red bag that's probably sitting somewhere near your feet. And I, I hope it's been uncomfortable for you to have that bag sitting there because sometimes generosity can be a bit uncomfortable. But we're coming to a moment now where we can, as a symbol, and more than a symbol, I mean, this is a practice of our generosity because I actually did the shopping on Friday, <laughs> getting ready for this morning. And the only reason I did it on Friday and not Saturday is because I didn't want to compete with all the shoppers on a Saturday. But I'm thankful in my circumstances. It, 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 it's like, it wasn't, it wasn't cheap. As I, as I got to the counter, I'm looking at head level and I'm going, not to the counter, to the, to the shelves. I'm going, oh man, that's, let, me, let me look down here <laughs> at the cheaper stuff. I'm like, no, no, i buy what I'd buy for myself. That's ridiculous. And it's uncomfortable. It, it costs something. But we have this opportunity right now to respond and be thankful with our red bags, being generous towards those who are in need because this is the mark of the biblically thankful person that we are generous, always. The verse that I showed at the beginning, where I showed the difference, is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. We've got that verse there. No, no, sorry, is the, is the full verse there? Don't worry about it. I probably didn't add it give thanks, let me read it to you, give thanks in all circumstances. A little bit more though, it says, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, that you would be thankful in all circumstances. So as we check our perspective, as we ask ourselves the right question, and as we be generous always, we're living out God's will for us in Christ Jesus. If we pick the alternative, we're moving away from God's will. So we have this opportunity this morning to come with our red bags and to be thankful and to express our thankfulness. And may it be not out of a sense of obligation, may it not be out of a sense of wanting to belong, but may it be out of a sense of your gratitude for who God is, your heavenly Father who loves you dearly and deeply. And out of gratitude for Him, out of thankfulness for Him, we want to we image that on our surrounding community and our city here. So we're going to Bring our bags, and we're going to fill this stage with the bags. It's probably going to be a bit awkward again, but hey, there's already all this junk up here. I should probably clear this away. This isn't junk. There's Oreos up here. <laughs> I'll move this away. But get your red bag ready. I think this is going to be a powerful moment. That's what you really need, Ezra. <laughs> Just have your red bags ready in your hand. I'm going to pray and then we're going to start bringing them out as we sing our final song. God, every Sunday during the hosting segment, someone gets up here with a mic in their hand and reminds us of how generous you are. And that is is something that we should actually never be tired or get tired of being reminded because your generosity is eternal. Your generosity can't be exhausted. You're not, you're not a God who runs out and say, so I'm sorry guys, I've got nothing left. It's all, it's all gone, I've actually emptied my accounts and it's, it's empty. That's not who you are, God, you just keep pouring out, you keep pouring out, you keep pouring out your love, the resources of heaven, your grace, your mercy. God, we as your people, we, we, we long to be more like you. We're thankful, we're thankful that you give us circumstances, you entrust circumstances to us that are actually an opportunity for us to grow and be more like you. So we pray, and, and for those who are in circumstances at the moment that they might not be thankful for, help them to check their perspective. Help them to ask better questions. But for all of us, God, in this moment, just want to be always generous I'm I'm so thankful for the red bags that I can already see and for the way that we were ready we were ready at nine o'clock we could have done this then it would have been a, a, a symbol of our desire to be generous like you an evidence a practice of our desire to be generous like you but we're in this moment now God and I pray Holy Spirit you'd be stirring in our hearts just in this act of bringing a red bag out it's not just a functional thing but let it be something where Holy Spirit you stir us You stir us in our minds and in our hearts, and you help us in this moment, whatever circumstances we're in the middle of, to always remember to be generous like you. We pray this in your name, Jesus, amen. Come on, I want you to start bringing your bags out. The band's gonna start singing soon. So we're uh, we're gonna celebrate God's generosity. We're also gonna celebrate the generosity of this campus. So start bringing your red bags out, put them on the stage. Don't put them on the floor, put them on the stage. Brilliance, So good. Yep, feel free to come up the stairs and put them up the back. This is so good. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We are a growing family and we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services because everyone who comes through our doors is welcome. You can find out more about our community and locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au.